Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So today we are going to talk about prices and whether or not you should put them on your website, how and when you should share your investment or your prices with potential clients. Um, And, you know, basically like talk about what some of the different like ideas are about how, why, and when you would make your prices, you know, really um, available and when you might want to be the one controlling when you tell someone how much it'll be to work with you. So in the coaching industry, and I'm just going to say like, you know, I'm currently in the coaching industry. There was a time that I was in the yoga industry, a wellness profession, but right now I'm in the coaching industry. And one thing that I can tell you is that there's a huge, a huge range, right? A huge spectrum of, first of all, investment, <laughs> a huge range of investment. Um, prices. And then second of all, a lot of different ideas and opinions and thoughts about the whether or not you would publish your your investment, you know, just on a website or literally put it on social media. Um, or if you reserve uh, sharing the investment with someone once they're interested in working with you. And you can hear just so you know, like you can find Anything that you want, cases for, cases against, you know, um, the whole gamut. And I actually think that, you know, even in other related industries um, that you might find that there are some people that are extremely, you know, just like forthcoming and put their rates, their services, their offers out on on a website or anywhere that they want to publish them. And then um, individuals, businesses, places, people where you're not going to be able to find out those those investments until you enter into some sort of conversation. Right. Like so. And that conversation could even just be that like, you fill out some sort of a, a, a an inquiry form. And on the inquiry form, there's an indication even of like the range of the investment. And, and, and the business owner is actually doing that so that they're not wasting your time or their time, right? Getting on a call with you, going through everything, and then having someone say, oh my God, well, that's crazy. I'm not going to spend that much money. And um, the thing that I want to make sure that we cover today is the fact that you can't predict (laughs) what someone is going to think is a lot, a little. Okay. And when we're in service-based businesses and we're in entrepreneurial positions where we 
our unique talent, gifts, skills, expertise, whatever levels of 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 different training, of different hands-on experience you have coupled with your talent. You're like inexplicable uh priceless talent that you bring to the table, whatever it is, whatever you're you're creating, right? Whether you're helping someone literally directly in a service-based business where you are a healer, a helper, a coach, someone who's helping people to get outcomes that they want and you're working directly with them, or if you're a teacher, right, a mentor, and what you're bringing to the table is your your unique individual thought leadership, your perspective, um, again, your skill, your talent. And then even if you're some sort of an artisan, right, that you're someone who creates something, um, there's lots of factors that go into how much something costs, right? So I was um, even thinking about, you know, in the world of fashion, for example, right? You've got couture, clothing, dresses, whatever, um, that are priced. And sometimes even those prices are not available. You might be looking, I, I love to look in, um, uh, I get Vanity Fair and, uh, and also we get the New York Times delivered to our house. And sometimes, you know, there's the fashion magazine and there'll be these incredible, you know, um, spreads with photos of the most outrageous, you know, gowns and couture. And sometimes it'll say like list, um, uh, pr- price upon request, <laughs> right? It'll be like Christian Dior, price upon request. Won't even print it in the freaking New York Times magazine. Um, and then of course, as you know, you can buy a dress, you know, for $5 and everything in between. So the thing about pricing is that it can be, it can be kind of complicated. And obviously when you are a brand, I'll just go back to using my Christian Dior reference. That's just what popped into my head. If you're a Christian Dior, everyone's just going to assume that you're that the clothes are four and five figures, maybe six figures. I don't know. And because that's an established brand, it's been around forever. And now, you know, they have that level of, you know, of being known, of authority, of, you know, being, you know, there's a lot of um, cachet, right? And, and, And all of that. And there's that in every industry, right? In every industry, there is the, there are the brands, the businesses, the services, the individuals, whatever, that get to a point where they are, are they're charging a premium. They're they're at a premium, and they might be doing the same service or having a very similar offer to someone else, and that other person maybe can't get away with charging what said premium person can charge, right? Or get, right? Have someone say yes to yet. So I think that when it comes to, you know, when should I share my investment, my pricing, you know, what should I put on a website? Like, should I put it on my website? Um, Should I not put it on my website? Um, If someone asks me out of context, how much it is to work with me, should I just blurt it out? Like, Again, I think that you can hear different answers to those questions depending on who you talk to. And I think like with everything these days, you could find 
as much evidence for doing something as you can find evidence for doing something else. You know, like we always say that, you know, I I mean, at least I always say like, if you go out there and you go searching for answers for things on the internet, or you go like, you know, searching for like all the different, all the experts, or I hate using the word guru, but, um, you know what I mean? Like the gurus, like the people that people look up to and go, they know everything about sales and marketing and business and selling and whatever. You could literally talk like, like hear from two people of the same stature and they're going to tell you two totally different things. And that's like, that's the beauty of business and thought leadership. And it's also the frustrating part about it, right? Because if you're looking for support or you're looking for best practices or you're looking for advice, recommendations, whatever you want to call it, it's kind of hard to figure out who to listen to because, you know, you're going to get to hear a lot of strong opinions and a lot of cases, right? People are going to be like, and I'm going to give you this example and that example. And the thing is, is that you can hear examples for everything. So, I think a couple of weeks ago on one of my episodes, I actually talked about how important it is to just kind of like decide who you want to listen to for a little while, you know, and that's what like a mentor is. A mentor is like where you where you say, I'm going to I'm going to like dive in with this person, this person's thought, you know, this person's content, this person's like way of doing things, this person's opinion, because that's all any of us have right? Yes, of course, there is science and facts when it comes to scientific and factual things. Math, math is, is not subjective, right? I, I, you can't like numbers are numbers and certain science is science. Okay. But then when it comes to like the philosophy of doing business or the philosophy of how to run your business or whatever, like outside of math and numbers, Nobody can tell you anything definitive. That's why I always like to say, you know, yeah, there's 8,000 bazillion, and I'll put myself in the category, you know, business coaches, marketing experts, you know, all these people. And the thing is, is that nobody can guarantee you anything. I can't guarantee you clients or money. What I can guarantee you is that I know a strategy, a way that works really well for me and works for a lot or most of my clients, but it requires a certain thing, you know, and from you, a certain type of ingredient or input or whatever, and like it it can't work on its own. And so every once in a while, you know, it's not a match for somebody. And so usually, and this is, you know, going to be a part of of today's um, sort of like what I'm hoping to help you with. Usually, if you're going to work with a mentor or a coach or teacher or whatever, you're going to look to a professional. Okay, you're not going to do that by cherry picking and randomly taking a little bit from here, a little bit from there, you know, it just reminded me of this song from Fiddler on the Roof, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay. So, um, you can't do that. You got to kind of decide to go with like one 
one like way for just at least for a little while. Like you got to give something a chance because if someone's smart, I think I'm smart. If someone's smart, then they're going to have a reason for why they're saying to do things a certain way or try things a certain way. And usually you need to have the bigger picture. You need to understand their philosophy or their, or their theory for the thing that they're telling you to do or not do or do it this way or do it that way. And you need the full picture. And what I see a lot of, a lot of people doing is the cherry picking, the little bit of this, the little bit of that. And the problem is that if you pull a little something from one expert and a little something from someone else and a little something from someone else before you fully understand the system that those things work best in, there's a really good chance that they're not going to work. So when it comes to like the recommendations of put the price out there, don't put the price out there, just blur, you know, blurred out or, you know, your prices out of context or not. Um, the attitude toward that or the, you know, the, 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 the philosophy or theory behind someone telling you whether or not you should, shouldn't, whatever, is always going to be subjective. It's going to be based on their experience and it's going to be connected to other things about their philosophy that they have about how to go about, in this case with your pricing, selling, selling, making offers. Right. And what's also really important to remember is that a lot of times when you're finally following somebody or you're finally, you know, reading someone's book or listening to their show or going to their big free trainings and all the shit that you can do to help you in your business. Right. Like I know I'm like this. I'm this little podcast that could over here, right? I'm like Stacey Bass Russell showing up every week, making a podcast, you know, trying to be as transparent and down to earth with you as possible, right? And there are like major people who have podcasts, you know, like everyone, everyone. I, I'm actually can't remember if like Tony Robbins has one, but you know, there's like, there's Gary V and, you know, like all these big business coaches and all these big marketing experts, right? They've got podcasts too. So, and everything, we're all doing the same thing is my point. Everyone who wants to be out there being a leader, a thought leader, a major impact in the world, really helping people, inspiring people and motivating people to do to do good, to succeed, to, to, to tap into your potential, to make money, to be an entrepreneur, to believe that you can have your own business, to turn your shit into gold, right? There's so many of us doing that. And if you were going to listen to any one person, whether it's me or someone huge, the idea would be that you would believe that like the, the context within which we're sharing it with you makes sense for you. And that brings me back to why I was talking about the big people. You have to remember that what works for someone who's now making multiple seven figures, they might not even be remembering what it was like when they like were not even at their first six figures. Right. And so when you're listening to the recommendations, it would be really important to listen to why the person is telling you that that's their recommendation. Because that's the only way that you can decide what's right for you. 
So when it comes to putting prices on a website, not on a website, telling someone you're pricing or not until like, you know, they're inside of, like I said, some sort of a conversation with you, um, you're going to make that decision for yourself. And all I can do or anyone else should do is give you some perspective and talk about why you may or may not make certain choices. Okay. So today we're talking about should you put pricing on your website and should you just be transparent about pricing when you're just sort of sharing your offers or if someone just like kind of asks you, you know, like you're, you're at a, you're, you're at a gathering or you're at a party or you're, you know, you, you, you meet someone, uh, you know, on a plane or whatever and you get into a conversation with them and they're like, so how much is it to work with you anyway? Do you just say, right? So that's what we're going to talk about. So let's, let's talk about the, the idea of service-based businesses being hard to quantify, right? In terms of investment. Now, are there standards in the industry? Like, could someone like assume that if they're going to, I'll just use myself as an example, if they're going to hire a business coach, are they coming into that um, search with any sort of understanding of what the range is or what's the sort of like expectation in the industry? What's kind of like, a, a you know, an average investment? Maybe, maybe someone's going into it thinking, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be making a, you know, mid four to five figure investment to work with, you know, a, a, an established good coach. They might be thinking that or they might not. And I've had all of the conversations. I've had conversations with people who, when it came time to talk about the investment, they were like, yep, that's what I thought it was going to be. Or I've had people say, oh, wow, that's actually lower than I thought it was going to be. And I've had people look at me in utter disbelief. And then when I asked them what they, what they thought or what they were, you know, what they were, you know, thinking they would invest, the number that they say is like so ridiculously far from like what I even think would be a low investment for coaching that it's clear that there's like, this is a total disconnect, right? So I've experienced all of that. So I don't think that it's really possible to know or assume what anyone is ever thinking (laughs) about anything, not just about the investment for like working with you. Okay. It's, it's not possible to assume what anyone's thinking about anything, let alone what someone thinks about a price. And as you know, there's like so much that we can talk about, about people's relationship to money. Okay. Like that is a very, very complicated topic. We talk about it on the show all the time and not just from the perspective of you as an entrepreneur and a business owner needing to have a healthy money mindset in order to like, you know, have confidence and have a successful business. But I'm, I'm even saying everyone's got money shit. Everyone's got a money story. Everyone's got, we just had a whole episode on this. And so you have no idea what, 
what someone thinks is cheap, expensive, what they think they can afford, what they can't afford, what they think your service should be or what it shouldn't be. You can never, ever, ever know that. So the first thing that we want to talk about is that when it comes to setting your prices and your investment, you just have to do what you feel is best for you. And we have an episode like from way earlier in the show. So right now I'm not like remembering the number. It's a pretty low number. That's about like how you should decide what to charge. So we do have an an episode on that. That's not what this episode is about. But I am going to just start with the fact that when it comes to this whole deciding whether to publish your rates or not and, and whatever, it begins with knowing what your rates are, right? Like what your investment is. So you have to just decide what you want your investment to be. And I don't recommend making that decision based on a whole mishigas and a made-up story that you're creating about whether or not other people are going to think it's this or that or expensive or whatever. Now, is it important to know your market? It is. Is it important to know like who your ideal clients are and your target market are and whether or not? like what you're charging is in the realm of what they literally could afford? Like, is that a thing that you might know? Yeah, you might know based on your demographic, you know, the reality of whether or not the people that you serve are ever going to be investing, you know, five-figure investments in your service. But that's all dependent on your service and who your ideal clients are right? And the business that you're building and what you want the structure of your business to be. So setting your investment, the other thing that's really important to remember is that it's fluid. It can change. And it does change when you're an entrepreneur. Your prices go up. They rarely stay exactly the same for the duration of your business. Very few people keep the same investment as the very first thing that they started charging people for their services. And very rarely is that investment the same three years in. I don't, I'm even going to say it's rarely the same one year in because it takes a lot of confidence to say an investment to someone, right? Or to put it out there. I'm not only saying verbally, but just in general to put a price on your service, when your service is like, is, is involving you, right? And remember, people aren't paying for you. They're not buying you. They're not investing in you, but you being the one to deliver the service that they want, the transformation, the unique system, the outcomes, all of that, that is what they're investing in. You're a big part of that are investing in. And you're a big part of that. So your investment, you know, is most likely going to, to change. And it could change whenever you want. Meaning you could say, I'm going to get one client at such and such an investment. And as soon as I do, boom, I'm raising my price. Who says you can't? There's no, there's no investment police. There's no entrepreneur police. It's your business right? You make your prices. So you can take into consideration what you know 
is kind of market, right? Market value. Um, what other people in your similar, um, you know, niche service um, are charging. You could also do market research and find out like what your demographic, you know, is willing to invest. But here's what I'm going to tell you. And this is what a big part of today's conversation with me is going to be. If you are in the space of transformation, if you are a service provider where the, the, the main thing that sets your service apart from other people is your zone of genius, your uniqueness, your talent, the system that you've created, the, the process that you, that you know works best for your niche. Um, you know, if you know you have gifts and skills and you bring a, a particular lens, a, a particular experience to the work that you do, and that all of that can only be conveyed when someone gets to experience you or connect with you and when they get to speak with you, then you might be one of the people who knows that especially in the beginning, you don't want people to see the investment that you're charging outside of being able to experience the, the part of it that is you. So if you, since you can't know what people are going to think is or isn't a good, and I'm putting my quote fingers up here, price for a service like yours, if they have no reference point, they have no idea what a, a, a coach or a service provider charges for like working together for three months now or six months or a year or whatever. Or they've never bought a package of some sort of help from someone before, right? They have no point of reference. Then seeing a price listed somewhere out of context of getting to really find out whether or not that offer, service, whatever, is going to help them it's very possible that they might never even inquire. They might see the number and because it's just so random and not connected to anything, they might not take the next step, which would be to contact you. So I guess I kind of dived in or dove in or whatever without actually saying, now I'm going to talk about prices on your website, okay? So that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about prices on your website being published or are you just making a social media post and saying, and it's this much to work with me, right? Or whatever. Putting your price out there when what you do requires more juicy context, requires more emotional connection, requires someone to feel resonant with, you know, and connected to you, um, requires for you to be able to hear the person's specific, you know, we'll call it pains and struggles or their specific desires and outcomes so that you can match your offer and what you do and your expertise 
with exactly what it is that they're looking for, that you want that opportunity to do that. Let's say you want that opportunity because it's necessary. If someone in their state of pain and suffering, maybe even in a mindset that you have no control over, a mindset of uh, low self-worth, low confidence, scarcity, lack, um, not having a lot of support around them, um, uh, feeling unsure, um, not used to investing in themselves or their business or anything. I'm going to give you, I can tell you a million ways that someone could be, a million states that someone could be in when they're like, oh, I got to find help. And they start looking around and they're Googling and they're looking on a website or, you know, they're looking on social media because everyone knows that people market and advertise themselves on social media. And they're seeing these numbers out of context. They're seeing like prices, investments for working, but they have no relationship or connection with any of the individuals. They're basing it purely on what they can read. They're looking at an offer. They're looking at someone saying, oh, you get this and you get this and you get this and this, right? You you know what I'm talking about. And then there's this number there, $599, 9 $1,999, $2,497, right? $8,000, 10 grand. All those numbers mean nothing to the person. And so what are they going to do? Well, they may, you never know. They may go, oh man, that's fucking crazy. I'm just going to go with this least expensive thing. Or they could go, I bet you the most expensive thing is the best one. I'll just go with that. You have no idea. How can you know? You can't know. You have no way of being inside of the brain of every human being on earth who ever may look at your offer or anyone else's offer. So if someone is in the mindset of, ooh, expensive means good and better, right? And look at your investment and your investments like on the higher side or I don't even know what that really means. Higher side of what? Let's say your investment is $3,000, and someone and someone's in the mindset of clearly that's going to be the best one. People buy cars because of that. People buy clothes because of that. People buy lots of things because they believe that the most expensive one is the best one. You might hit the jackpot and someone might go, oh, I love that that person cost this much. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm going to contact them. And there are just as many people who don't see the value in something. They would never understand why something costs. I always talk about one of the things I reference a lot and I don't, I actually don't know when the last time was I referenced it on the show, but my husband and I like we will spend on food. Like we have had meals that cost $1,000 for the two of us or more. I think we've had more. I think maybe, yeah, I think, well, I think even like 1200 or something, like including like tax and tip and everything. Um, 
do we do it every week? No. Is that like what we do for like, hey, like, do you want to order in now? Let's just go out for a thousand dollar dinner. No. But we fucking love food and wine and experiences like that. Love it. It's like our thing. We love it. Like, if I'm planning for it, now I plan it. It's not like I ever want to go out and go out to dinner and then accidentally realize I spent $1,000. No, but like we do it for special occasions. We'll be like, yeah, we're going to go to this restaurant. It's a prefix menu. It's 300 a person. We know we're going to get a great bottle of wine. We know there's going to be tax and tip and we know it's going to be big bucks. Do we love that? We do. Do we know people who think that the idea of spending $1,000 on a dinner is literally the most fucking crazy thing they've ever heard in their life? Yes, we do. Do I ever invite them to go out for those meals with us? I do not. Do I think that there's something wrong with them or that they're unsophisticated or that they're, you know, <laughs> that, that there's something wrong with them? No, I don't. That's just not their thing. When we go out with them, we go to a restaurant that they, that they're, they do want to go to. And pay whatever for. Right? So there's no judgment there. But like, there are people who just would never see the value of that. They would never think, why should I go have someone cook food for me and cost and charge me that much money? So what you have to remember is that there are people that think that way about everything. I mean, both things. You've got the whole gamut out there. You've got people who love buying things at, at, at a big price. You've got people who think that certain things are crazy and not worth doing at all, let alone spending a lot on it. I know people who don't even like going to a restaurant. I mean, not many, because I don't think a lot of people want to be friends with me. <laughs> that don't like food. But um, but you see what I'm saying? So you see, the the, the thing is, is that like when you are talking about a restaurant and you can look at the menu and you can see the price in advance. And some people say, yeah, I'm doing that. And some people say, no, I'm not. Here's the thing. It's because people who are into food know what that experience is worth to them and what it's going to, and, and, and everyone knows how to eat. Everyone knows what food is. But when you're in an industry where the service or the what happens, right, in the interaction, whether it's you're a wellness professional or a coach or, you know, like some sort of service provider, which is who I speak to a lot on the show, right? Like, uh, or what or what you're bringing to what you do, right, is really unique and special. It's proprietary. It's something that you've created. It's a system. It's like, it's really special to you. But it's not obvious. Like, it's not an obvious thing how the person is going to get the transformation by, like, talking to you, by being with you, by going through this experiential situation with you. Out of context of connecting with you, if they were to just see that price, especially because they don't even really fully understand what it is, it's going to have no meaning to them. And it may make them keep on scrolling or keep on moving or keep on researching and never talk to you. And that brings us to why your content is so important. This is like an aside. This isn't even what the episode's about. This is an aside. Okay. So the aside is when you're in an industry and you have an, and you do something 
that might not be easy for a regular person to understand, right? Like I coach a lot of coaches. I coach non-coaches too. But when it comes to coaching a coach, when they contact me, they know what coaching is. So I'm not, I'm not talking to someone who like is, in this case, I'm not talking to someone who, you know, is having a problem, who knows they need some sort of support and help, but they have no idea what coaching is. And right. And they're like, I don't know. I don't know what coaching is. I don't have to have that conversation a lot of the time. I have that with people who come to me uh, for more for like a life coaching. And I do have life coaching clients. Um, but for a lot of the people that I work with, my clients, they are not coaching a lot of other coaches. They're coaching what I call regular people, right? The people who are looking to up-level their health, people who are looking to, you know, have a life or health coach or people who are looking to work with a, a, a wellness professional, people who are looking to hire somebody to support them or help them in some way, like on their team or, you know, uh, you're a creative or you're some sort of an expert in something, right? I work with authors who have written, you know, some sort of like a book that is about, you know, about leadership, resilience, transformation, whatever. And now they want to turn that into some sort of a um, you know, a, a, a course or they want to become a coach or whatever. Right. And I, so I work with a lot of people who want to have service-based businesses and their clients are sometimes people that need to somehow be educated or understand more about what the service is before they even can wrap their head around why they would make that investment. And that's why I teach people to create experiential, valuable content for people to absorb. It's how I built my coaching business. I built my coaching business on providing free content, and it's how I still do it. I'm providing free content that gives people an opportunity to experience my coaching, my teaching, my mentorship, my thoughts so that they can then make a more empowered decision about whether or not they want to choose me to be the person that they invest with. And then they may know that there's another coach out there who charges less than me, but they still might pick me because they no longer are just looking at prices in a vacuum and just choosing based on nothing or based on a website page but they're choosing based on a real live emotional feeling about who they want to have be their partner or help them. And that's why I believe that anyone who does the kind of work that I do, which is to work one-on-one -on -one with someone, at least as part of it. Now, obviously, you know that I have other ways that you can work with me now, right? Because my business is not in its first year or second year or third year. My business is not only working one-on-one -on -one with people. I do have courses. I do have a one-year academy. The price of that is transparent. If you're listening to this episode before June 
2023, the price is $7,500 for a year. It's the best deal in town. Trust me. It's got one-on-one coaching and monthly group calls and masterclasses and deep dives and retreats and a library and, 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 and every question that you could possibly have about having your business answered <laughs> by me and my team. It's, it's, an, it's an incredible, it's an incredible value. And that is transparent. That is on my website. Why? Because it's one year of a very, very clear, obvious, like business development plan. There are modules, there, there's, there's, there's videos, there's worksheets, there's all kinds of stuff. It's an unbelievable value. And I feel like someone doesn't necessarily have to, um, well, okay, I'm going to take it back. Anyone who's interested in that program can check me out and everything that I'm about in a bazillion ways. This brings me back to the content thing. You can binge my podcast, which has happened. People have joined the academy or have set up a discovery call with me. They get on the call and they're like, I just listened to 20 episodes of your show. I already know I want to work with you. You can find me on social media. You can take trainings with me. You know, I'm about to do one this month. I don't know when you're listening to this right now. It's April, 2023. And we've got a training coming up called Soulful Selling, right? I do events, I do workshops. So there are so many ways for people to get a hit of Stacey Brass Russell that if I were to publish every price, on my website, which I do publish everything except my one-on-one investment. If I were to publish everything, I actually think that people would be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I can, I, that, that's why that's that much money. But until you have that body of work, I call it a body of work. If you don't have stuff that people are binging on you, if you don't have like that much out there, or if you haven't been building your yellow brick road, which is what I teach, and you haven't been giving people more and more ways to get it, to see what you do, to experience, to understand, then it's very unlikely that they're just going to buy working with you one-on-one off of, a, uh, uh, off of the price or off of a website. Or they may not even get on a discovery call with you, which is where we're going next. So do I think that you should post your prices on your website? Stacey Brass Russell's opinion is no. If you get to the point where you have what we call an offer suite, where you have like a couple of low investment courses or things, which is not how you should start out. Or even like a group program that like is under $1,000 or maybe, you know, like under $2,000 and you feel that you're established enough in your industry that you want to put those prices up on a website and think that people are just going to like register, then go for it. But I'm telling you that you have to establish a certain level of authority and you have to have a certain amount of content and stuff out there in the world for people to be able to access, see, experience. If you think that people are going to go to your website and see a price for something, and now I'm going to give you the caveat, unless you're charging really low for your one-on-one services. Maybe if you're charging less than $1,000 to work with you for three months or whatever, will somebody just be like, that's great. I'll pay $9.99 even though I don't know who this person is and then book a discovery call with you? Maybe. 
But I genuinely think in my heart of hearts that people don't get on discovery calls or on conversations with you or engage with you if they think that your price, if they don't understand your price to begin with and they think, oh, that's expensive. Oh, that's too much. And I actually don't think that people can put a price on their transformation, their outcomes or their results until they're in an emotionally connected, and I don't mean manipulative or anything yucky. I mean, talking to the expert about what's not going well and about what they want instead, or even forget about the what's not going well. Maybe things are going really well, but they have something that they really want. And until they are talking to the person who can speak to that in the right way, they're just calculating the numbers from what we call their human outgoing brain. And a human outgoing brain is not the brain that should make decisions about really important things when it comes to having someone help you on like a deeper level, an energetic level, a spiritual level, an emotional level, a mental level. And I'm not only talking about like, obviously, like sometimes people need therapy and not coaching or wellness or whatever. So something really interesting happened to me once, which is where I, I, I actually coached a therapist. My husband's a psychoanalyst. I know how much he charges. He's not, you know, he's transparent about it. And I've had people come to me for coaching, for life coaching, not business coaching, who came and in their mind, the model was, oh, it must cost the same as therapy. Right. And they know that there are therapists that charge 175 a session. Now, I happen to know that there are therapists that charge 500 a session and up. So just like everything and anything, people only know what their one association or experience is of something. And until you get to talk to them, they may not have a wider expanded view of what exactly it is that they that you do or that they want. Because at the end of the day, what people are really investing in is the outcome that they want that you say you can help them get. And most importantly, how you're going to help them do it. And that's your signature transformational system. And even though you can actually maybe write, type that out on a website or on a social media post, you can say, here are my pillars or here's how I do it. It's still never going to be the same as you making your offer, whether you're making it to an individual on a one-on-one discovery call or whether you're making it to a room full of people that came to a workshop or a talk live with you, we call that selling from the stage, or on a Zoom, you're never going to get the same outcome of, for, from people as when they're with you. And here's the interesting thing. I register for a lot of people's shit just because I'm curious. I think it's important to like watch what other people are doing, not to copy them or anything, but like to just be like, hey, what is what are what is this person saying? What is this person claiming is the ultimate way to get clients or whatever? And I just did one. I just did someone's webinar the other day and her whole message, her entire webinar was about 
how no one wants to do live, how you shouldn't do live launches. Nobody wants live. People want to be able to watch it on their own time. They don't want to be in a live training with you. It's a drag for you. It's a drag for the customer. You should automate. You should do a webinar. You should do this. You Literally the opposite of what I teach. The opposite of what I teach. I was literally like, holy shit. She's literally saying that everything that I say is wrong. And I'm about to say, I'm not saying everything she says is wrong, but I'm about to say I disagree. I believe that you get better results when you get to like make your offer to a person, whether it's on online or in an audience or one-on-one, you know, talking to somebody on Zoom or on the phone. And that's just my opinion. Now, maybe that is also because it works really well for me, but I also know that I've looked at the behaviors of a lot of people that shop for coaching and support. And here's what I'm going to tell you. 90% of what I've heard is that when people buy something without the live interaction with the person they're buying from, and they do actually say yes, they almost always have buyer's remorse and they're almost always disappointed. And that when people invest in something where they feel that they're investing with the person that made the offer with the real life person that they feel a connection to, that they feel safe with, that they trust, that they've been able to build some no love and trust. And you can do that in as little as one, you know, conversation. They end up getting better results. They feel better about their decisions. And a lot of the people that don't invest at higher levels to work with the people that like might really be the experts are the people that invested in lower investment shit that was not live and then they got burned and now they don't want to buy. They don't believe in stuff. They don't believe in programs. They don't believe in courses because they think it's all bullshit. So to me, you're going to be less likely to be bullshitted if you're picking the person that you want to invest with because of like, what they're saying and what you're seeing and how it's making you feel and whether or not you believe that what they have to offer is really going to help you. Now, you might be someone who loves a good done-for-you pre-recorded program and whatever, and I'm not saying that some of those things are not valuable. I have, you know, I have Know Your Niche. I think it's really valuable to do it on your own, but I would never market that as like how I could completely help you transform your business or how I could fully help you right? I wouldn't be like, yeah, just buy that program. That's it. That's all you need. Because I don't believe in that. And I don't even believe that I could call myself a coach if I didn't actually talk to people because that's what coaching is. Just so you know, you've heard me say this before. If you want to work with a coach, you should fucking get coached by them. And I made that mistake once. I invested in a big mastermind. I think I've told you this story and I paid $20,000 to be in a mastermind with a coach that I met. I went to her live event and I met her, but I never got coached by her. And when I say coached by her, I don't mean that like I literally had to have a coaching session, but I mean, I didn't have a discovery call with her. I never got to like really connect with her and tell her like what I was looking for or what I thought my 
like my needs were, what my struggle was and have her say, yes, I can definitely like help you with that. Even just that like little exchange. And I've had, I've, I've run my group program so many times and I've had people buy my group program without a discovery call, but never outside of a live event with me never outside of an opportunity to be on Zoom with me or to be in the room with me at my live event here in New York, which we had one in November 2022, and we'll have our next one uh, at the end of October 2023 right here in New York City, or being on one of my high-vibe, high-value Zoom trainings. I've never had anyone invest with me that wasn't coming from either a discovery call or a a robust um, experience with me. And even if it was in a group Zoom thing, but they got to ask a question. They got to have hear me say, oh, hey, and give them some sort of feedback or respond to them in the chat. And they feel seen and they feel heard. And they start to feel like, oh, I, I think this could be my coach. Now, There are a lot of people out there in the coaching industry who, okay, who feel that they don't even want to get on a discovery call with someone who doesn't have their prices on their website or whatever. And therefore they treat their business that way. And they go, since I don't like people that aren't transparent, I'm going to be transparent. And they publish their prices. Now, I don't know how it goes for everyone. My biggest fear of putting certain prices on a website, especially before you're at a certain point in your business, like I would never want one of my clients to put $7,500 program on their website price on the website unless they were at a certain point in their business where they built up enough authority and social proof and they've got a following and they've got content like I have that people can go look at and be like, you know, oh, I want to pay that person a couple of grand. If my clients are still in the early stages of their business and it's their first group program and they don't have like a lot of stuff, whatever, I I still want them to make those offers off of a workshop or a call or a training or get on discovery calls with people. Or they you know, it's a, it's a, it's a program that's happening for a specific amount of time. And so they're putting the price out and there's also a huge range of prices. I have clients right now who are offering a program, you know, that's nine ninety seven. So I think you can put that on a website and outline, Hey, this is what we're doing. It's a, you know, it's a eight week program and this is the curriculum and this is what you're going to get. And this is what we're going to do. Do I think someone might buy that for nine ninety seven off a website? I do. But do I think when someone's putting out a $3,500, program, if they just put it out on a website, but they don't do any other type of thing alongside it, like some sort of a live training or program or workshop right around the time that they're launching so that they can get people interested and involved and engaged with them so that they can make that offer and really talk about the value and what's really going into this program. I think that that's a mistake. You could probably talk to different business coaches that have different opinions. So I do feel that directing people to get on call with you is something that you should do, at least in the beginning of your business, when 
you are validating your offer, when you are getting better and better and better at creating clients, when you're building your resume and your experience and your body of work and what people could be listening to or seeing or reading or whatever, I think you want the discovery call. And I think that it's okay to not have someone know how much it is to work with you until they're talking to you. Because I think that you can convey the value of the work and of what you're offering way better than anything that could be written on a website page or on a social media post. And I think that you want people to hear the price of what it is, whatever it is to work with you, when you've helped them to get emotionally connected to why it's important for them to have the solution that you are there to help them get. Now, what happens when someone doesn't... Oh, oh, I want to say one more thing about this. Now, let's say you're concerned that you don't want people to get on a call with you unless they're prepared or willing to invest. Let's say you get to that point. Let's say you're like, you know what? My investment is 3000 and above and I don't want to get on discovery calls and take an hour of my time. I never say waste because I don't think our time gets wasted. I think that when you're in a service-based business, your discovery call is part of your service. It's part of, and I and look, there are so many people out there that have all different opinions of this. I believe that until you reach a certain point in your business, you should assume that you're the person people want to talk to and that they want to talk to you before deciding if they're going to make an investment and work with you. There are people out there that are like, how would you like to never have to get on a discovery call again? And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I personally want to connect with the people that want to work with me one-on-one. I want to make sure that it's the right fit. I don't want someone to, to, to just be buying my services, especially in my group program. I don't want anyone just buying my group program without me like knowing who they are. I don't want to have somebody who's not the right energy and the right fit who's going to maybe like be like some sort of like a bad seed in my incredible community that I pride myself on and that people are paying for. So I want to talk to people. I want there to be a system. And I don't think that the system of vetting people is purely about how much money they're willing to spend. But let's say you do get to the point where you're like, I don't want to get on calls with people anymore that at the end of the call, when I tell them how much it is, they're going to look at me like, oh, I thought it was $5. And what you're saying is it's $5,000. And then that's such a big gap. You're like, what the fuck? Like, I can't believe I just talked to this person for an hour. So there are ways to vet that. You can send a prep form. You can confirm that people are ready to invest. You can even, if you want, say this is a four-figure or a five-figure investment. You know, are you still open to having a conversation or whatever? So there are ways to vet people and still reserve the right to say your investment when you are in the proper conversation and in the proper context. Which brings me to what to do when you're out and about and people ask you how much it is. What should you do? Should you, in a casual conversation over a cocktail, blurt out your investment? My opinion is no. 
My opinion is if someone says to you, well, how much is it? And I have some clients who have had the experience where someone is talking to them and then the, the, my client says, hey, would you like to book a call? Like, should we maybe really talk this through and see if, I'm, if you want to work together? And the person will go, well, well, how much is it? And then my client, who's still building their confidence and their authority, gets flustered and asks me, what should I do? Should I tell them in that moment? And my answer is no, you should not. But should you be an asshole? No, there are so many ways that you can say, so I... I only talk about the investment and the prices once we're in a conversation because I need to hear what you what what you what your needs are, what you're looking for, and then we'll discuss everything, my program, the investment, when we're having a proper conversation. Right? That's just how I do biz. Okay. And there are ways for you to like build up your confidence to say that without being an asshole. Well, maybe I don't want to talk to you if I, until I know how much it is. And then you you have to be the one to say, listen, it's, you know, that's up to you. I would love for you to get on this call, on a conversation with me. It's totally free. And I promise I'll tell you everything that you want to know. But outside of the context of us really talking about like what you want and what you need, the number isn't going to mean anything. You could say millions of things millions of things. You could also say it it depends on what you need but it's a range from it could be anywhere from $3,000 to $5,000. You could say that. But I don't think that you have to worry too 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 much about that problem because here's what I'm going to tell you. In the 5 years that I've had my business, I think I've come up against that five times, <laughs> literally. So it's like the thing like that we talk about, which is like the what ifs, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. So what if, so what if, what if someone asks you your price out of context, what do you do? Well, you could take a chance. You could be like, oh, it's $10,000. See what they say. You could say what I said. You could say, I'd love to share the investment with you when we're having a proper conversation about working together. It won't mean anything to you if I just start telling you prices right now. So use your personality and find a way that's comfortable for you to say, to direct people to get on a call with you because your conversations and your calls are where the magic will happen for you to then say, hey, this is how I can help you because you've got to make an offer. Your price is not your offer. Your offer is the signature system. It's the process. It's the gold. It's the what makes you special at what you do. And you've got to have a chance to tell the person that because that's what they're investing in. If you tell them a price out of nowhere, they don't know for how long. They don't know what they get. They don't know what your process is. They don't know why you're an expert. They don't know. They don't know anything. The number means nothing. Nothing. And so does the phrase, I can't afford it. Because here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to ask you to ask yourself. Have you managed to figure out how to pay for anything that you felt was really important for you to have? Have you figured it out? I bet you the answer is yes. And what I'm going to tell you is that no one can figure out what they can afford 
Obviously, like if we're talking about someone who's destitute and doesn't know where their next dollar is coming from, they shouldn't work with you anyway. But I'm going to tell you that anyone who makes money and, and is living in, you know, the economy, that they make decisions. We all make decisions about what we want to invest in. And if there's something that we really want or really need, we're going to figure it out. And someone can't know if they really want or really need what it is that you offer if they're hearing it out out of context of your offer. And I'm telling you that I know that for a fact. So if you get to the point in your business where you've got a big business, you've got a team, you've got all kinds of like funnels and landing pages and this and that, and you get to the point where like you're not talking to people anymore and they're just like buying and paying and, you know, like investing and whatever level and they're joining your $20,000 mastermind without talking to you, like that could happen, but it's probably not, you're probably not there yet. If you're listening to my show and you're there yet, I just want to say, yay, thank you so much for listening to my show. And I hope that you get value and I probably listen to yours. (laughs) Okay, so this is my Stacey Brass Russell clear opinion. There's no science to this. There's no one that can tell you right or wrong. This is all going to be based on what feels right to you. And if you're coming to me as a mentor or teacher, whatever, I've now given you all of my backup for why I think that you don't put everything on your website, that you don't just post your prices everywhere, because I believe that you could eliminate someone who ultimately might be your client who sees any number. They could see 500, they could see 1,000, they could see 3,000, they could see 10,000 and not understand the value of that number completely out of context of getting to hear from you and having you make your offer to them. And if you're not sure how to make offers, which is really important for you to know how to make an offer, if you're not sure how to make offers and you're listening to this show in April of 2023, we've got our community training coming up called Soulful Selling. And I'll be talking about making offers and talking about what we're talking about right now. Not not specifically whether or not you should put your price on your website, um, but about how to talk about what you do and how to have discovery calls that convert. And I really do think that you should assume that people are going to want to talk to you before investing with you at a higher level. And when I say higher level, I mean anything that's in the couple of thousand dollars and up, it's very unlikely that you're just going to get, you might hear people tell you these stories like, oh, I made sales in my DMs and people are just buying, buying. But here's what I'm telling you. Like people are not spending thousands of dollars on, on a program or on a coach or on a service or whatever from a message in a story on a DM. They're just not. You're not hearing the whole story. Okay. Or you're hearing from someone who's built a really big audience and is a really big influencer and has a lot of other shit behind the scenes that you don't know about and a lot of other automations in place that are making all that possible. Okay. But I, who have a multiple six-figure business, 
and a lot going on here and success and whatever. Do not rely on any automation, any things like that, any webinar funnels. I make my own funnels. They're all live. They're organic. They're real. They're with me. And it's what moves people along my yellow brick road and makes them want to work with me. So if you come work with me as your coach, whether it's one-on-one or in the academy, that's what I'm going to teach you how to do. Because any, everyone should be doing that at a minimum until they've made between one and $200,000 in their business, like a year, not like over the course of five years. And even at that level, you don't need some of those things. I don't have them and I'm at way more than that. Okay, so you can have that. It costs a lot of money to run your business that way. Or you can be more organic. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But you should just make that decision because you found a mentor, teacher, coach that that can show you the how and why their way can work for you. And that's how you should decide what to do. That's how you should decide who to work with, right? There's no definitive right or wrong. There's no only. There's no black and white. And I'm encouraging you to only invest. And this is just what I think. I will never invest with someone who I can't get to. And I don't think you should either. That's what I think. And that's why I will always be accessible. I will never be at a point in my business where someone feels like they they can't get to me before investing a large sum of money to work with me. Okay? All right. That's what I have to say about whether or not you should put your prices on your website. <laughs> it's such a shame that I have like no opinions, isn't it? All right. Anyway, I hope you're joining us for Soulful Selling. If you're listening to this sometime past April 2023, then um, I'm sure there's something going on right now that you can also be thinking about joining, <laughs> um, and especially the Academy or working with me as your coach. All right. I'm sending you all the love. Um, And I hope this was helpful. And don't forget, if you ever want to request for me to talk about something on the show, all you have to do is find me and send me a message or an email or a DM or any of those ways that we can now be reached all times (laughs) 24-7. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. Mm-hmm.